Hello and welcome to All About Elmont for the month of November 2021. On this episode, we will be recapping October and the start of November. Including the Fall Fest and previewing the rest of the month. October was a busy month here at the library with in-person concerts like The Happy Hour Show with Francine Evans and Joel Zelnick. We also had movies which included some humorous and also some scary Halloween fare. Yeah, there was a really popular Abbott and Costello film that was shown. And that reminded me, Christiane, last episode we were talking about our favorite fall movies. After that episode, I was at home watching TV and Rudy came on and I couldn't believe that I hadn't put that on the list. And I mentioned it to you and I found something out that I found even harder to believe. Yes, I have never seen that movie. It's on a long list of very popular movies that I have never seen. But if you're saying it's that good, I will try and definitely make an effort to watch it when it's on. Yeah, it's really one of the more inspirational stories you could ever see. And last episode, we also were talking about how talented all the pages in the library are. And we had a great example of that in October. Did you see Josephine's terrarium? It was gorgeous. So there was an in-person craft program called Fall Terrariums with Teresa Maritato, where they used many pumpkins and acorns and moss and plants to make a living terrarium. There were also some lectures, including one on phantoms of the Hudson Valley about the abandoned and ruined castles along the Hudson River. And the line dancing is restarted on Saturdays, and that's been super popular. They really are. And there was a great cooking demonstration, Comfort in a Bowl, which featured savory chili and sweet cheddar cornbread. And Chef Cheryl, if you're listening, we really need that recipe because people are asking for it. Yes, it it was a very popular recipe. The Teen Corner also got into terrariums with a glow-in-the-dark one, which I heard were really cool. It looked really great, and they also did some pumpkin canvas painting. They also did a button embroidery hoop clock, which I went online to watch the video because I wasn't quite sure what that was and how it would work. But it really was a working clock, and it's pretty cool. Are you going to make one? I don't know if I'm going to make one, but if anyone is interested in doing one of their own, they can watch the video on the Teen Corner website. And you can also stop into the Teen Corner for Craft and Imagination Fridays. There was also a Halloween trivia challenge in teens, and I heard the winner was Ayala Iqbal. That's correct. And they also had the Halloween Cupcake Wars. Do you know who won that one? I was told there are no losers when cupcakes are involved, and I tend to agree. And I will second that thought. I see there's also a chess club for beginners. That's on Wednesdays, and they also had something that I thought was really cool, a family meditation. I think we can all use that the past two years we've been having. And there's also been community service volunteers who've been helping with the Great Give Back Rap Party. That's right, and the Great Give Back was the big charity event held by the Children's Department, and those teen volunteers, with the help of young Sophia, wrapped 25 birthday boxes to be filled with juice boxes and toys for children living in homeless shelters. I don't know about them, but that would be a lot of paper cuts on my fingers. <laughs> and we also want to give a big thank you to the Elmont community for all their generous donations in making this a very successful project. Absolutely. The Children's Department also celebrated Fire Safety Month. And they did Passport Around the World, where they could learn facts about different countries and enjoy different cultural snacks and make crafts. And then they got to assess their knowledge through a game of Jeopardy. There were also intro to art classes, and one of the more recent ones explored the technique of surrealism. Which I think is kind of cool for when you think about what kids draw anyway. Forget about kids, how about what I draw? <laughs> and the children's department got into the spirit of Halloween with a Halloween bingo. And I heard they were all dressed up in their costumes and went trick-or-treating through the library. That's right, it was really cute when they came by the desk, and unfortunately you had to miss that. But you did not miss the Fall Fest. Oh, the Fall Fest. It was huge. We had... 
I don't even think we could count the number of people who came. No, but we've heard it was the biggest crowd yet. It was the third one that the library's done, none last year, of course. But as, as everyone said, it was the largest crowd we've had, and they came to take in a variety of things that we offered, including giveaways and crafts, the children's department did a green earth mason jar candle holder, and you had a craft table that was pretty popular. Yes, so one of the other reference librarians, Natalie and myself, did a craft table, and we did votive candle holders, and we also did make your own greeting cards. And it was a little unexpected, though, because it was supposed to be an adult event. Yep, but we were quite popular with the kids, so it's all good. Some of the other exciting activities that was at the Fall Fest was a bounce house. We had a fire safety house with Sparky, as well as the Islanders, who are going to be opening their arena soon in Elmont. They had a slap shot contest, and their Sparky, their mascot, was here. And there was even a drone display. And there was some fun inflatable obstacle courses and games. We also had the Cornell Cooperative Exchange come and present at the Fall Festival, and that was an offshoot of our seed program that we started in the summer. Yes, I was actually sitting next to them, and they were very nice. There was also a sing-along concert with the Ben Anna Band. And a comedy juggling show. And there was a magic show with Joshy Kay. And then there was a jazz to soul concert with Rhonda Denae and the Silver Fox Trio. So really just stuff for all ages. And there were a few Star Wars characters going around, and they were courtesy of the 501st Legion's Empire City Group, and they donated their time, so we thank them. And of course, everybody in the community who came out. You know, all the programs, services, and resources the library provides are meant to inspire and engage and enrich the lives of the community. And Fall Fest really emphasizes how the library goes above and beyond that by not only providing cultural and educational experiences, but also by bringing the community together. Fall Fest to me is also a really great example of how libraries have evolved over time from not just a place to get books, but a community space for teaching, learning, socializing, and so much more. It also emphasizes what our greatest resource is, which is the people who work here. And we really want to give a special thank you to Sonia, who works in our customer service department, for doing such a phenomenal job in putting everything together. She really did. She put in so much work contacting the vendors, putting the schedule for the day together, keeping everyone knowing where they had to be and when. And it was really such a great success, in large part because of what she did. Definitely. Thank you, Sonia, for everything. And everyone else on the staff who made it a great success, It really was an all-hands-on-deck affair. We ran out of supplies, so the Teen Corner generously gave some of their supplies to us so we could keep going with our project. We had a tremendous amount of help from our pages, as always, as well as the maintenance department and our team of teen volunteers. It was a fantastic day, and we could not have asked for better weather. That was probably the greatest contribution (laughs) of all. Speaking of teen volunteers, they provided a lot of help during one of our children's craft programs. That's right. They had a craft night where they made a basket of apples and Pilgrim hat cookies. And that sounds absolutely delicious. Children's had a lot of other fun programs going on for the month. So far in November, they had Creative Dad with Candido for children and their fathers or male guardians. And they did a wampum workshop with Cold Spring Harbor Whaling Museum. And continuing on that theme, you can check out the book display they have on National Native American Heritage Month. And they also have a Welcome to Elmont Farms book display. On the craft side of things, they also had pumpkin patch painting. And coming up, there's going to be a winter story craft, a date with a bearded dragon, holiday bingo, and another craft night with the teen volunteers in December. In addition, the children's department have their usual story time and other early literacy programs in person. And you can also view the recordings of story times on the children's webpage, and there are even videos in Spanish. In the teen corner, the craft theme continued, and they have an interesting take. They kind of merge crafts with science. Oh, for example, they had the intro to photography, and they had painting a mountain landscape. 
Outside of crafts, they had a little bit of fun with a library scavenger hunt where you could navigate your way through the library and win prizes. And teens are continuing with their teen cuisine and their self-awareness series. They also have an ongoing series on college and career exploration where you can get help with college essays. As well as opening a bank account and learning about the stock market. And just a reminder, if you ever miss a program or want a refresher, you can watch videos on the Teen Corner page of the library website. In addition, you can also check out Teen's community service opportunities by checking out the Facebook page at Elmont Library Teen Corner. Uh, so far in the month of November, in the area of adult programming, there was the musical voyage with Cody Childs and guitarist Guy P. And we also had the Stars and Stripes Forever concert with Jerome City Smith and the American Legion Post 1033, which I actually got to hear a little bit because I was working that day and it was amazing. Beyond concerts, there was a Georgia O'Keeffe lecture. And a fun Ghostbusters trivia. On the craft side, fall origami. And another great one that was absolutely delicious, Thanksgiving on a cupcake, where they decorated a cupcake with a turkey leg made out of caramels, and they made veggies and, well, not real veggies, but delicious veggies. Did you get to try one? I did not get to try one, but I did get to see, as you mentioned, our talented Paige Josephine. She also made one of the cupcakes, and it looked amazing. So it all comes full circle. Speaking of Thanksgiving and delicious food, it got me to thinking, what is your favorite Thanksgiving meal? I don't know that I have a particular Thanksgiving meal favorite, but I usually make uh, mushroom stuffing and a green bean casserole. But I think this year I'm just going to go for a salad. Uh, I probably should be doing that, but I am going to be enjoying all of that mashed potatoes and stuffing goodness. More important than the main course, which is it, apple pie or pumpkin pie? I'm actually going to have to go with pecan pie. Ah, living outside the box there. There are just some foods that really you associate with fall. Do you have one that really you love that as soon as the weather turns cold, you can't wait to have? And I'm always good with the roasted chestnuts and the stuff that comes around. But, um, but I, I don't necessarily have something that I associate with fall. But what about you? Oh, for me, it is butternut squash soup. That is one of my favorite things to have once the weather turns cold. It's actually so sweet. It's almost like dessert. Do you make your own? Uh, no. I it's just, for me, it's a little too much work, and I can't make it as good as I can get at Whole Foods. But if somebody was interested in making their own soup, they may want to check out some of the nearby farmer's markets, which are still open through the middle and end of November, which include Valley Stream and Rockville Center. Maybe that will make a welcome addition to their Thanksgiving meal, which is going to be here pretty soon, but we're not quite there yet. And before that, in the adult department, there's going to be a creative writing workshop. And we have our ongoing crochet and knitting club. And now that goes on in the afternoon, and I was talking to some people, including my sister, who say they want to join, but they work during the day. Do you think you might be able to do that during the evening? I would love to. So if anybody is interested in, in attending an evening version of this, please just send us an email at reference at elmontlibrary.org so we can gauge how many people might be interested and maybe we can start a program. We also have a program on creating digital art with Canva, which you're a big advocate for and you introduced me to it. And if you look around the library, some of the signs have actually been created from Canva. Including the ones we made to promote the podcast book display, as well as some of the bookmarks that we made that you can pick up and give to a friend. And you can scan them and be able to listen to the podcast on the go. Canva's a great thing and highly recommend everybody attend if they can. And we're going to use it to make more promotions, so keep an eye out for those. We also want to say that we're very grateful for the positive feedback we've gotten so far, and we'd love to hear from you please email us at podcast at elmontlibrary.org. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at All About Elmont. 
So we made it to the end of the November episode. We had a lot going on in October. The Fall Fest was a month in itself. And we're looking forward to all the great programming that's going to be coming up for the holiday season through the end of the year. So stay tuned for our next episode and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.